This episode of Speak Between the Lines is brought to you in part by Sweet Health and Kayani. If you're tired of energy drinks that pick you up only to have you crash a few hours later, looking to lower your risk of diabetes or high blood pressure, or just looking to get healthy and supplement your diet, visit sweethealth.kayani.com to check out the dietary supplements that will give you the nutrition you need, reduce inflammation, and enhance your body's ability to perform during exercise. Again, that's sweethealth.kayani.com. The link will be in the description. Speak Between the Lines podcast. The shit that's uncool to talk about. We make cool to listen to. All right. All right. Listen close. And listen carefully. 54. Oh, <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> I'm not even going to laugh at that shit. All right, man. Speaking to the last podcast, episode 54, we are back in the building. Yes, we are. Young Rez. Joined with J-Rock. King Gabe is here signing in. And, um... I like, yeah. I like our little thing. What? what it sounds things? cool. Like our, our intro. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds. It sounds pretty neat. Oh my god. It wants to just ten episodes uh, nah, to get into it. Nah, yeah. I'm just it, with the quickness. It's just yeah. That go. should be sounding kind of cool. It's, it's, it has like a ring to it. I like you know when shit has a ring to it. This this should be sounding. All like. of our intros sound good, man. Yeah, they do. They do. I just thought it was. I thought it was. You know, I just pointed out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 54 in and it was just like yeah Man. this nigga still riding yeah 54 in 54 episodes in i mean i guess that's a big deal but i mean i guess not really because not really yeah it's just 54 it's right 54 yeah. now 54 yeah, ain't no, yeah ain't no big now point. 52 and 53 i think the only mm. not 51 52 now that was a big deal 52 was a big deal what's 52 best of 52 was best of second part oh. part two part one part two Part one, part two. We got a little emotional at the end. Hold on, let me, let me, mm-hmm. let me, let's, let's dive into that real quick. Cause I got a lot of feedback off of the, the best of episodes. Okay. okay. What'd you get? One was we were hella emotional at the end. Oh, I was <laughs> like, yeah. Like you could put like slow music, like a violin, like a violin playing <laughs> over my shit. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like fucking tears. So that was one feedback. Another one was, um, Rudy is lit as hell. Part one. <laughs> he was drunk. Boy. That that seemed to be a fan favorite though. That I didn't. Bro, you was really drunk. Yo, you was out of there. So dicey. That was a happy anime day. Yeah. We said, okay, me and they got to take this over. <laughs> <laughs> yo, no. But when when Abe said, yo, like I was like, yo, was it bad? That nigga said he texted me back talking about nigga. We could hear you deteriorating <laughs> yeah, in the first four the, minutes. Yeah, like you, you fade away throughout the episode. It's like, damn, this nigga is this nigga is really out of there. Completely. Yeah, but we started drinking early. Mm. Super early. We started drinking early. We started drinking early, you know, waiting on people to finish. Uh, so we had a lot of time uh, to kill. Waiting on people. Waiting for last nigga, last minute niggas to finish. So we had a lot of time to kill. And, you know, Rudy kind of got intoxicated a little bit, which yeah. it made for a good episode. You know, yeah, come to find yeah. out. But I thought it, it I messed out. it up. I like, dude, I felt so bad after the episode. That shit was funny. Uh, and it's can you bang bang my shit? <laughs> can you bang bang my shit, nigga? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that had to be the tripping. worst setup for a gunshot. Oh, this shit. Is tripping. This <laughs> nigga was tripping hard. <laughs> bang bang! Oh my god! <laughs> bang bang! 
<laughs> bro, that this nigga, nigga was, was wild. Yeah, bro, he was crunk, dog. He was, he was wild. Oh man, it was fun though. It, it was, was fun. fun. It was fun, man. Uh, yeah, man, it was fun. It was cool, man. Shout out to everybody. Appreciate y'all for listening in to us again. Yes, uh, man. Send some love and send some prayers to the people who are dealing with this government shutdown. Whew. Talk about it. It's man. rough, man. It's tough, man. I don't know what's going on. I guess Trump ain't really backing down on trying to get funding for this wall, which I guess that's what it's for. But people are really suffering out there. I think over eight hundred thousand people who work for the government yeah. are not getting paid. One of them is somebody I went to school with because I was really asking. Um, so I wanted to know how many people I knew right. who was really being affected by the government shutdown. Mm-hmm. And one guy, he like screenshotted his pay stub, and it was like. They were supposed to get paid on the fifteenth, and that check is not coming. Shit. Yeah, so you got uh, the zeros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It said net pay zero dollars <sighs> zero cents. God. So I mean, you got to think, dude. These people are working every day in hopes to just really, you know, that the government shutdown ends. Right. But when it doesn't, I think this is the longest run, longest running, yeah, longest shutdown. one in U.S. history. Yeah, man. And see, so me and me and my wife were talking about that the other day because. It's crazy. Like people, like could lose their houses. Like, yeah. There's no like they they don't pump the brakes at all Mm-mm. just because your check don't come through. Yeah, no. Nah. Bills still come even though your yeah. check doesn't. Your bills still come. And I, I find it it's interesting. It's kind of interesting watching everything kind of fall mm-hmm. because even TSA, you know, they're not getting paid, and these niggas aren't showing up to work at all. They're calling Man, in sick, calling in by the droves. Yeah, and one dude snuck a gun through the airport. I don't Whoa. know if y'all heard that. What? Yeah, yeah, he's like a gun through TSA. He's like a gun through TSA, and when he landed, he called the airport and was like, "I stuck a gun through TSA." That's what you guys know. <laughs> just that. so, so y'all, just yeah. FYI. <laughs> Thanks, Trump. <laughs> yeah, man, and it's it's interesting because I, I mean, we you know we feel bad for these people, but then you know, I ask around and I look around, and some people like really don't even care. Like I was talking to one guy, and he was like, "Well, I mean, it's only three percent. I mean, it, I don't, it's not affecting That's me." A lot of people. It's a lot of people. Yeah. That's a lot of people. That's a super lot of people. <laughs> That's a lot of people, man. So, you know, just, you know, keep those people, you know, in your prayers. I hope this shit end is, ends quick. See, yeah. when I went to Atlanta the other week, um, we went through TSA and they were like, I f- we felt so bad for them, but they were still cheerful. Like, like they weren't really showing it. And I think I, I saw a news article the other day that said um, a TSA in New York, they were straight up blasting like explicit music. On the on the TSA airport, uh, yeah. Yeah. they were playing a uh, sickle sickle mode. Oh yeah, explicit. Yeah, <laughs> they were like nigga, we protest. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> shit, hell yeah, like, shit. nigga. Why not? We're already, <laughs> exactly. already not getting paid, so you're not getting paid, man. Yeah, that, that misses that misses nuts. And you know this nigga Trump. That I I was reading an article. I guess I was scrolling down Facebook. And you know Clemson, they Those won the, yeah, yeah. You know Clemson, they won the, the national championship, right? And so they got invited to the White House, you know, for this this Did lav- they show up this lavish meal. Yeah, they showed up to the White House, you know, expecting a lavish meal. Come and on, this, this this nigga, this nigga Donald Trump had a, a layout, a spread of of fast food meals. Son of this nigga had Wendy's, wow, Whataburger, and not even Chick Fil A. Like this nigga had bum shit. This the nigga had Wendy's. This whole, <laughs> the this whole ass nigga bad. Are you kidding me? He's like, well, the government, the government shut down, so you know, uh, I just need to, uh, you know, see, keep saving funds for the wall. So we're gonna dip. We're gonna enjoy these nuggets. These dollar nuggets from Burger King, these Whoppers, and these four for fours. I'm gonna just Are you have serious? spread out. Yeah, absolutely. That this shit was is crazy. ass nigga. Yeah, nah, he's wow. crazy. Wow. Wow. He's crazy. Wow. Yeah, man. That's just wild. So he, he, so he a, a, allegedly a billionaire. 
went to the dollar menu. Yeah, man, a whole spread. And like I said, it wasn't even good shit. It wasn't like Chipotle or Freebirds. This man went straight and got the full for full for everybody. <laughs> Uh, like this nigga was passing out four for four. Oh man, hold on. This nigga was passing out four for fours and ten do- ten nuggets for one dollar, my nigga. Yo, it's like, hey, you want some chicken? Go cups. I got you, bro. Hold I'm saying sidebar. Wendy's. Where are we ranking them? <laughs> <laughs> like in the fast food chain. Like Wendy's is trash. When the last time you been like, damn nigga, let's go get some Wendy's. Yeah, like, Wendy's, what? Nigga, no, absolutely got a damn, not. A, a damn uh, Subway, bro. This nigga five dollars something. <laughs> My boy, stop something. <laughs> this nigga got the bum shit. He trash. Is the four four? Is I was about to say the four four four. Is the is the four four four? <laughs> Yo, all I think is Jay Z. Yeah. Is a four 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 the best thing at Wendy's? Nah, that's the trash shit. What shit? What the fuck is you, that's that's like the deal. So you get like a bum ass burger, some fries, a drink, and I think like some nuggets. nuggets and some nuggets. Yeah, mm. it's like it's like a four piece nugget, I think, or some yeah. shit. And the burgers are trash. They like little bite size Krabby Patty ass Fucking nuggets. sliders. Yeah, yeah, some sliders. Yeah, basically, yeah, nigga, he's trash. Yeah. Y'all, y'all voted Yo, for that's this funny. I, I will say poetic justice, though, for the niggas that voted for him, that worked for the government, and then the government got shut down. Mm, how y'all feeling? How does that feel? Yeah, nigga. How does it feel? It's not feeling good or feeling great. Mm. I was about to segue to t- tweet between the lines, and I realized we didn't do it. Damn, that would have worked. <laughs> oh, that shit was a good Yeah, it would have worked. It would have worked. Yeah, so off of that, wins and losses. Yeah, dubs and L's. All right, so I have a win this week. Okay. Hey. The... Who that nation? New Orleans uh, Saints yeah, got yeah. past the first round. Yeah. It could have been even sweeter. One time had Abe accepted that bet that New Orleans gonna get past first round, and the Cowboys. I was thinking that Cowboys got around first. They no, got no, the they, first. they got past the wild card. That is the oh. first round. No, no, round one can, is this I week. Consider that. I, round, I round one is this playoff, week. Playoffs is playoffs. No, no, no. Round it, one it, is when it's, everybody it's played. Yo, did everybody play that? Did everybody play that round? You know you're a Cowboys fan. When you start scratching your head, be like, playoffs playoffs. <laughs> playoffs, playoffs. <laughs> nigga, shit, we got one playoff win. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but man, hey, shout, shout, shout out to the, to the Saints. I was thinking about that bet too. I was like, damn, I would have had the oldest nigga Jerry or something. Boy. The Saints definitely made it further, Some which brand. I would be, I would have been crazy to think that the Saints weren't going to go further than the Cowboys. Unless, yeah. I mean, but we, we didn't, I mean, we almost beat uh, the y'all Rams. Did, y'all did not show up against the Rams. Like we just CJ Anderson. He just ran us up and down the field, and we couldn't stop him for no reason. Like we could not stop their run game. Yeah, y'all was yeah. getting trucked. We couldn't stop the run game. That's the one game this year I actually watched. That was it front to back, and I was like, Why did I watch this? We could not stop their run. Their run game killed us. Cause if, you, if you can run the ball and you can't stop them, if you can't stop the team that's running on you, then the team yeah, that's, that's running it. on you, they control the clock. Like, yeah, they control the time. They control I think the, the game. first half was like fourteen minutes, like six. Dude, yeah, and I'm then your saying. defense get hella tired that way too. Yeah, yeah man, your, your defense was on that field all day. Yeah, yeah. Your so. boy Dak was going three and out like with the quickness. Yeah, yeah. So we we didn't deserve it. I mean, well, we did deserve the L. We almost lost. We almost won. Though. We only lost by eight, so that's not too terrible considering how we started three and five. So yeah, but y'all do bad. that every year. Y'all always start off super slow and then start coming back. Yeah, we gonna get there one day. Mm-hmm. But shit, the Saints almost lost that whole. They was down fourteen zero no. in the first half. No, no, in the first quarter. Oh, yeah, shit, the first quarter. Second quarter, 14 10. Mm-hmm. Third quarter, we in there. Mm-hmm. Fourth yeah. quarter, we still in there. Yeah. No, I like the Saints. I like the Saints. I like Sean Payton. I hope y'all make it to the Super Bowl. I want, oh, y'all, I want, yeah, I want to see y'all play the Chiefs, not the Patriots, even though I feel like they're going to somehow end up in the Chiefs. Yeah, Wait, who the Patriots play next round? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. And then who does New Orleans play? The Rams. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Rams are going to get slaughtered. Mm-hmm. 
don't know. It's gonna be a good game. I don't know, dog. I love New Orleans, but it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, man. I think New Orleans got that. But yeah, good for you niggas. Um, I caught a win. I had I had lunch with my grandmother today, which I thought was really cool. One time for Grammy. One time for Grammy, man. One time showing 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 love for eighty eight years in the game. Um, it was it was interesting. We've been trying to have this. We've been trying to have this lunch for the longest. You know, she calls me and wants to have lunch, and it was it was interesting. Like just reflecting on the life that the life that I've had with her, mm-hmm. along with like realizing like she's eighty eight, and it's like kind of just hearing and kind of just talking to her about stuff that she's kind of dealt with and experienced that has nothing to do with us. I mean, right. if you think about it, I mean, 88 years of living is a long time. You right. experience so much. Yeah. I mean, you kind of experience how we, you know, transition from slavery to where we are now, you know, living so long. So I thought that was cool. I really feel like we should do it more. Um, But it was just, it was cool. It was cool. You know, we did. She, you know, we went to Cheddar's, you know, she wanted some, you know, some spinach dip. I wasn't tripping. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was cool though. It was legit. Cherish cherish the people there in your life. Man. Especially the elder elderly. One time for that. Yeah, Shit. hell yeah. even if they not, because you never know nowadays. Mm-hmm. Mm, message. Yeah. Uh I caught a dub, but mine was more of a collective dub because my guys, Ave and J Rock, came through for your boy. <laughs> Started educating me on the school of dance. School of dance. <laughs> <laughs> the, the art, the art of the groove. Oh boy, it was dope. It was. It was dope. I appreciate it because, like, for those that don't know, I have a fear of mm-hmm. dancing. It's a phobia. I freeze. Yeah, like a deer in headlights. Yeah, and you guys are helping me overcome that. I appreciate that, and. Yeah, I'm putting the work. I'm going to commit. Yeah, man. Wedding day is going to be fun, dog. I mean, I know, you know, it's right around the corner, but I'm saying, grief. if you just get basic moves down, yeah. you're fine. You'll be fine, dude. Let you slide. Yeah. Stanky leg, you know, hit him with two the flags, two step. I can't wait to hit South side, look kiki. You know, you just get some little basic stuff down. You know, you'll be straight. You know what's crazy, though? Low key, like learning all this shit, though, you are kind of like making my playlist. I'm making your playlist. DJ I got some bangers for you, boy. But yeah, that's it. That's what's up, man. Cool beans. Rolling into uh two between the lines. Sure, throw it up. All right. Damn, I've missed that. I really have. Yeah, man. Um, oh, nigga, it was funny. So I, I, this is going to be off for a little bit while I look for this tweet. But somebody, you know, after the Eagles lost, somebody posted um, the Eagle logo over a coffin and mm-hmm. was like, this is this is Bird Box. Oh. <laughs> like, I thought that shit was funny. Yo, you weren't supposed to see it. <laughs> oh, world. Netflix original, nigga. <laughs> Yo, come out. Have y'all seen that? Bird Box. Bruh, no, I haven't seen it yet. I seen it. I liked Holy it. Holy shit, I loved it. I liked it. That shit went hard, dog. I like J Rock. You need to watch that I, shit I, this I, week. I, I, like, I tell you, man. Bruh. Lights off. Yeah, lights off. Lights off, nigga. Watch Complete darkness. Shit, lights off. Complete yeah, darkness. Dark. Put put the sound bar on, like or surround uh, or whatever you rock it. Like, yeah, and like if you put yourself in the movie, I'm telling you, it'll it'll get you. That shit that will get you. So, what do y'all think about these people doing this? Uh, the challenge, idiots. The bird box challenge. Yeah. Idiots. What is it? People are literally blindfolding themselves. And going out doing stuff. 
Somebody blindfolded himself and went driving. Yeah. All right. yeah you crazy. Yeah. You wild. <laughs> like, yeah. Calm down. My you wild. Wild. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I, 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 it might be funny. It depends on what it is. Now, you can't put yourself in danger like, like If you do it around the house, okay, cool. Driving, yeah. my nigga. Yeah. Because there's one guy that does a lot of dancing online, and he did he did like a rendition of Bird Box. That shit had me laughing. Like, it's cool if you're doing a safe Wait, area. he was dancing blindfolded? That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, that's dancing, dope. He, did, he was dancing blindfolded. That shit was funny as hell. Uh, it depends on what you're doing. I yeah, it does. Say niggas mowing the lawn with, with the fucking bird box. <laughs> I'm like, nigga. <laughs> you're on my grass, bro. Like, you're killing me, man. Hell yeah, you can't be doing no dumb shit like that. Idiot. Woo. All right, tweet between the lines. So, this tweet comes from Chrissy underscore the realist. She said, If you had the opportunity to speak to the male youth around the world, what advice would you guys give them with the knowledge and experience you hold as grown men? Mm, Chrissy is the topic. realist. Chrissy is the realist for that one. That 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 that's a very deep question. So mm-hmm. um damn it's a lot. The first thing I would say is be true to yourself. Um what I mean by that is you don't have to compromise who you are to fit in. Mm-hmm. Uh because so many people, um actually one of my best friends, his little brother was in high school or going to high school a couple of years after I I left Shreveport. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like six years ago, and I was, he was like, uh, he's falling in, you know, with the gangster crowd. And it's like, we said that's like, just be yourself, you know, because mm. trying to be a follower. And that's actually what it is. Don't don't be a sheep. Mm. You have to learn how to lead because the people who you're following 80 percent of the time don't know where they're going. Mm. Yeah. So that'll be real. the first thing is learn how to follow yourself. Learn how to be a leader. Yeah. That is real. That's real. Because that's how we kind of get a lot of... That's how we, we get caught up in a lot of bullshit like that. Trying to fit in. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I know I've been there and done that. I try to fit in. I'm like, okay, like what am I doing here? But I think everybody does it. Right. Especially yeah. when you try to like really gain the trust of your friends. I know my nephew, I don't know if I told y'all, but you know, my nephew, he kind of went through that phase and trying to fit in and all that stuff. And you know the basketball? Hmm? The one playing basketball? Oh, well, they both play basketball now. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a black thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why I even reach for that. Yeah, man. Uh, so that was a good one. I think my my advice to the youth of the world would be to how can I put this? Be be open minded and don't close yourself off just because either your friends don't like it or your parents. Say you shouldn't do it. And I'm not talking about anything that's that's dangerous or anything that goes against what they're saying, but like don't be so quick to close off a dream that you have or something mm-hmm. that you want to do because it's not approved by a bunch of people or it's not approved by people who are close to you. Right. Um, you know, don't put yourself in a box, you know, like I say, like kind of Jerry said, trying to fit in. And another thing I would say on top of that is don't, and this is kind of gonna I don't want to say it's kind of gonna derail, but don't down to play women in your life or women who are a certain type of color or women who are a certain type of gender. I say that because I, I have a mentor. I'm sorry, I have a mentee. Wait, who, women who's a certain type of gender? Well, women, not a gender. <laughs> oh, like, good catch. I was like, wait, what a catch, boy. Not a gender. Water. That mo was out the park, man. Nigga said, yo. It was. That, that nigga jumped out, out of fucking bleachers. Good thing that, that was a foul ball. Good shit, nigga. I was letting that one fly. Um, a certain type of 
race. And I said it because I have I have a mentee who, you know, we kind of had lunch the other day for his birthday mm. uh, with his family and all that stuff. And he was kind of just saying how how he doesn't, he's black. He's a black boy. And he's like, well, you know, I don't really like, you know, dark skinned women and all that stuff. And it's like, okay. So I'm, now, now I'm trying to figure out why. So we're kind of mm-hmm. having this discussion. And mind you, he has, a, he has a sister. He has two sisters who are black. So they're hearing him say this and a mom who's black. And so I have to make him understand like, Dude, like you can't you can't just go around downplaying your own women because you as a black man, if if they say or if you say to them that you don't love them, who who are they gonna go to? You know what I'm saying? As as black men, we need to love our black women and our black girls, kinda kinda going back to our last episode about protecting our community and protecting our women. Right. We need to do that. And so you can't just walk around here saying like, Oh, well, you know, I don't like dark skinned women because of this and this and this. Like, no, you need to cherish and love. One, your women, but all women, and don't don't put yourself in a box of I only like this type of woman for this. I only like this type of woman because of her skin complexion, or because she has long hair, or this and that. Like, open yourself up. Don't put yourself in a box of only liking one thing because that's what you see mostly on TV. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, or, like what's crazy when you say I'm going back to every black show growing up. Jamie Foxx, Living Color. It's like it was always the light skinned or high yellow chick, long hair, mm-hmm. dresses. Her. You you always saw the same black woman on TV. Yeah. So I I can understand how subconsciously he's like, no, this is what the world is saying. It's beautiful, but mm-hmm. you have to look and sh- man, they got some bad dark women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it and a piece of that. Like I said, this is my this is my mentee, so I feel like it's my responsibility to kind of tell him, right. you know, why he should or shouldn't. And I feel like even as adults and as men, um, adult male men, adult black male men, it's it's our responsibility to tell the youth why it's not okay to prephasize, not to say prephasize, I don't even know if that's the right word, but have you know a preference over dark versus white or light versus dark. That shouldn't be your go-to as to when you're looking for somebody. I feel like it's our job to do that. Right. You know what I mean, so that's real. Um, I would probably say um, advice that I would give to the youth. You guys took some good ones. Mm-hmm. I got another one. Shoot. Well, no, you need to go ahead and get yours. Yeah. You and then, and then we'll out. circle back around. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not letting you off that easy. I, I saw what you did there. Mm. You want to think? That was good. That was good. You're learning. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, nah. Now, mm-hmm. um, the advice I would I would give to the youth would be, um, one, it's really not that serious. Um, you ever, you know how kids sometimes, like when we were kids, we used to think everything was the end of the world, like. I can only imagine being a kid today, like in the social media world, right? Yeah. So Yo. say you're on IG or you're on whatever kids are on Snap, and then like you get punked at school or something like that. Right. And it's all over the internet. Yeah. On your timeline. Yeah. But it's not really a lot of people in the grand scheme of things. Right. And kids go through depression based off of that. Kids kids like really think it's the end of the world. And mm-hmm. honestly, it's like I would say like it's really not that serious. Like I remember my mom told me once, um, if it's not gonna matter in, in twenty years, never don't stress about it. Right. Yeah. And I started to ask myself that on a lot of a lot of simple things, like like I got cut off on the way to work or something like that. 
I used to get all pissed off and mad, honk the horn and all that stuff, not realizing that, you know, niggas die over that shit. Road rage is a real thing. Niggas Hell will yeah, it is. turn around and clap your ass. Yeah, they will. Right? Especially in Texas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Texas but, and Cali, don't do it there. Right. But, you know, I had to start, like, like that would happen. And I'd be like, well, you know what? This shit ain't even going to matter in, like, 10 minutes, mm-hmm. let alone 20 years. Like, it's not that serious. Like, it's not, it's not, like, let go. Yeah. Like, let go of, like, the things that, that you think are going to be the biggest event in the world. Because I promise you, it's not going to be the biggest event in the world. Mm-hmm. It's not going to make it out your zip code, for the most part. Right. Like, even if you become internet famous for the wrong reason, they typically blow up because we're such a fast-paced society that we move on to the next. Yes. So, yeah, don't don't take things that serious. Um, fail often. Um, mess up as quickly as you can because that's a skill. Most people were paralyzed. Same way I was talking to y'all about dancing. I didn't want to dance because I don't want to mess up. Right. But the more I messed up, the better I actually get, started getting at dancing earlier. Mm-hmm. And we were just fucking around for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, fail often. Like, get comfortable with failing. I remember I was, um, the other day I was watching this um, Arnold Schwarzenegger speech, and I'll pass it to you. Mm-hmm. Is uh, He said one of the keys to success for him was he would watch successful uh, people. So he said he went, he said he was a pumping iron. He went to this gym. Muhammad Ali was in the gym. Right. So Muhammad wow. Ali is working out. And he's just watching him. And um, the reporters are there. And they start asking Ali, like, hey, how many crunches are you doing? Because he's doing crunches or sit-ups, I should say, while he's doing the interview. And he said, well, how many sit-ups have you done? And he said, well, I don't start counting until it hurts. Mm. So he learned work ethic just from that one interview. Then he talked about Michael Jordan. He was like, Michael Jordan is one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Right? Uh Uh-huh. But he asked Michael what makes him so great. He said, well, I fell more than most people. He said, I missed 9,000 shots in my career. It took 9,000 failures for me to become the greatest player of all time. Now, he didn't say he was the greatest player of all time, but that's what he was alluding to. Uh One of the greatest of all time. He failed 9,000 times. Most niggas ain't even putting a shot up. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. Did you want to start over? Or was it me or? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I got another one. So one thing I would give is. Wait, does mine count as two? Because I. No. Yeah, 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 I, I see what he's doing. He's trying to bring it back. <laughs> no, no, it was one. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. My boy, stop. It was beautiful. Stop. He picks work of it. Do you want to go or do you want to start it again? No, we'll start it again. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. All right. So another piece of advice I would give is. Find mentors early. Mm. So when you're going through life, when you're going through school, middle school, high school, find people who you look up to who are doing the right things the right way and hold on to them. Get their lessons. Find out what they did or find out what mistakes that they say. Well, if if, you know, ask questions like, okay, if you could do it all over again, What's one thing that you that that you would take back and learn from other people's mistakes? Mm. So yeah, find mentors. Mm. On top of that, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because I think it's gonna go really well with what you what you say. Don't don't be afraid to confide in people when you're mm. when you're young. That's real. Um, when yeah. you're young, you know, you're kind of taught, you know, be tough, be strong, and you know, don't share your emotions, don't show your emotions, nothing like that. But all that shit is bullshit. 
look, if you have an issue or if you're dealing with something, whether it's personal, whether it's something you're dealing with at school, whether it's you don't had a, a pew pair pop out, you don't know what the hell this is because you ain't never had hair on your balls before, <laughs> whatever it is, don't be afraid to confide in people because the the more you, you open up to what you're, issue, that you're dealing with, mm-hmm. the more you will be more comfortable with who you are as a person and who you are, um, you know, personality wise, you know, characteristics wise, like you'll be more comfortable with who you are once you open up to people. So it's that. And then I got one more and I'm, I'm going to be done. Get as I actually much. got one too. Okay. You got another Good. one? Cause we can, we can run this whole back around. I'll save mine. Go ahead. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga wheel started turning. <laughs> I saw it. it was, and it was like, hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, and my last one, and I guess this is really kind of coming because you know I was I had lunch with my grandmother today. Is get as much knowledge and wisdom from people who are in your life mm-hmm. who are much much older than who you are. Yeah, like whether it's the oldest uncle, the oldest aunt. If you know if your if your grandparents aren't with us, you yeah. know whether it's your you know your grandparents or whoever, the oldest person in your life. Try to spend time with them. And, and talk to them because there's knowledge and wisdom there that you may not get once they transition onto, you know, the, you know, their new life. Um, so, you know, definitely, you know, spend time with people who are much older, older than you and, you know, try to learn something and gain something because trust me, there's value. There's value in years. Like yeah. the more time you're on earth, the more you experience. So every day is a lesson. Every day is a lesson. Every year is a lesson. Every month is a lesson. So even with me being 30, yeah, I have more value and I have maybe more knowledge to pass to my 13 year old nephew or my 18 year old nephew, whoever. But there's people who are 60, 70, 80, mm-hmm. 90 who have years of wisdom and years of experience that I can get from them, you know, while they're still here, regardless of who they are co-worker who's older somebody that's older in your life try to pull knowledge from it because there's wisdom there's wisdom in years there's knowledge in years so yeah uh last two things i'll say and um i'm off it is um one um much like it's not that serious don't take yourself so serious Hmm. even if you're very very good at what you do Hmm. don't take yourself seriously so or don't take yourself too serious i should say so you might be an excellent reader. You might be an excellent writer. You might be an excellent athlete. You might be an excellent singer, musician, uh, teacher, whatever it is. And you're young, right? Mm-hmm. Humility. Even if you're really, really good, don't take yourself so serious because you'll you'll get you'll gain more friendships that way. You'll gain yeah. more um, popularity that way mm. because it's great to be talented. It's better to be be approachable and i well i'm just going to get off of that because i don't want to belabor that point and the second thing is don't spend all your lunch money (laughs) don't no big facts don't 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 spend don't spend all your lunch money jim Rohn once said that at what point do you teach a, a child how to spend a dollar answer as early as you can he literally said he would take a kid to the poorest neighborhood and show him someone that's homeless mm-hmm. and say, hey, this is why you can't spend all you make. 
You give a kid a dollar. How much do they want to spend? They want to spend a dollar. No, you can't spend a dollar. This is this is what happens to people that spend everything they make. Mm. Do you want to be like this? And for a child, like that's like, oh no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Right. So then all of a sudden it's just like, okay, well I got a dollar. So what are you going to do with the dollar? Well, I'm gonna take sixty cents. I'm gonna go buy me, you know, some candy. What are you gonna do with the other forty cents? Uh, you know, I'm gonna save ten cents. What are you gonna do with the other thirty? I don't know. I'll give some. I'll give a dime away. Whatever. You know. Yeah, that's a good one. So that's a good one. Really saving money. Yeah. Guess, don't don't spend all your lunch money. Learn the value of money management early, early. as possible. That's a good one. I like that. Good job, Riz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was ringing bells for y'all niggas. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> bells way, way over there. So yeah. well, I'm not ringing my own bell, nigga. <laughs> Pause. Yeah, bro. Pause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got anything else on that? Nope. Uh, okay. Well, sure. Oh. Oh. Yeah, go so, ahead. Go ahead. Uh, the last thing I wanted to to say about it actually goes well. What Abe was saying <laughs> when you get information from older people and from whoever, always look to give back. Because no matter what age you are, once you learn something, learn how to to give it to other people. So that way you're always bettering yourself and you're bettering your community as well. Mm, big facts, guys. That's all I got. I love that shit. That was some good answers. Yeah, it was. Good it was. Answers. Hit us up. Speak between the lines. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Start a conversation with us. Join a conversation while we are already having. Keep showing us love on IG. Um, let us know your thoughts. If you guys have knowledge and wisdom that you would share to the youth, what would it be? Let us know on Instagram or whatever. Um, also, check out our merch bits.ly forward slash SBTL store. Get the hoodie. J Rock's rocking the hoodie right now. <laughs> Already. With the Saints fitted on. I mean, with the Saints cap. Yeah, Saints fitted. The I Saints guess. fitted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, hit us up bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. You will find all of our shit. All right. So, listen up, listen close, and listen carefully. <sighs> This episode of Speak Between the Lines is brought to you in part by Sweet Health and Kayani. If you're tired of energy drinks that pick you up only to have you crash a few hours later, looking to lower your risk of diabetes or high blood pressure, or just looking to get healthy and supplement your diet, visit sweethealth.kayani.com to check out the dietary supplements that will give you the nutrition you need, reduce inflammation, and enhance your body's ability to perform during exercise. Again, that's sweethealth.kayani.com. The link will be in the description. Bet. So what we uh, we jumping into, man? We jumping into... Uh... What, Pastor Charles? <laughs> Pastor, Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So the pastor. Um what is his name? Pastor John Gray, I believe is what his name pastor is. John pastor Gray. John Gray. Yes, sir. Pastor John Gray um was discovered cheating on his wife mm. of I don't know how long. Um I don't know how much I don't know much of the story, but people want us to talk about it because they wanted us they wanted to know our thoughts on a pastor cheating on his wife and trying to win her heart back by buying her a $200,000 Lamborghini. Um. <laughs> I, I, um. <laughs> so, Greg, with, I'm assuming the, the, the church funds. I'm assuming, I'm assuming he, bought, he bought the car with the building funds. That's what I say, y'all. Oh, my God. I was about to say, the nigga caused more problems than he solved. Wait, 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 wait. So, I don't think that's the move. Um, cheating is one thing, and it's noble to try to win your wife's heart back. But my boy, 
<laughs> Don't do it with the church time, buddy. <laughs> like she's hey. supposed to go to the community. I don't know if my that boy. was I don't know if that was the case, but I mean shit. My nigga, it's a Lambo. You need like like hey. hold on. You telling me he didn't dip into the building fund to get the Lambo? He just had Lambo Yo, money just sitting Lambo on the side. Lambo money in the tuck. Hey. Lambo money in the tuck. Yo. Waiting. My nigga said, my nigga cheated, came back to church the next Sunday. He said, the Lord put it on my spirit. <laughs> <laughs> to ask for it. <laughs> for it. Extra love yeah, offering, love offering, yeah, yeah love offering. We gonna spread the love in this place. Yeah, we love offering for this one, boy. Because the I'm house try, is cold. I'm trying to say my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my nigga, that's crazy. That that's not the the no, bro. Because because like you gonna catch arrows from. First of all, you're a pastor cheating, so you're gonna get shot anyway. Mm-hmm. But then you are gonna take the church money. To try to get the love back. Now, I don't know if that was the case. <laughs> yeah, nigga, don't, don't, church, don't lean on that too much. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, my that nigga. That might suck on the building for us. Allegedly. Because <laughs> you know, yeah. the building don't never get funded. <laughs> bro, they be, bro, like, real nigga, talk. We be watching be, cars for years. Nah, I'm saying, nah, 10 years, dog. Nah, How many places chicken can we serve, nigga? <laughs> like, we ain't got a fellowship hall, bro. Like, what the? Yo, my boy. Oh shit! This Bible tears. We not like you. Pick up a Bible in the fucking book. Hell drop. yeah! Sorry, God. Oh Lord, I'm Bibles. messing up all this. Ooh, yo, that's, that's that's terrible. So I don't have a problem with it because it's a pastor. Like you know, no, no, part? no. So yeah, which part? Which so, part? So I'm saying cheating? as far as cheating, like every right. anybody can make a mistake. So the fact that it's a pastor doesn't change. The way I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, cheating is wrong. It could have been anybody. All right. So I think it's, I, if, if it was, if that's his money and he bought a Lambo, it's, it's definitely cheaper to than a- giving rid of half. If you got Lambo money that's tucked out. So, I mean, Kobe did the same thing. Hmm. Upgrade that ring with the quickness. But Kobe ain't trying to save your soul, though, bro. Yeah, man. Hey. Shit, he tried to save the uh, L.A. Lakers. So he couldn't just read Proverbs or Ephesians. (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't. He couldn't Mm. just like you know. So I said I don't have a problem with him trying to fight to get his wife back. But if the price tag is that, it's like you can't. That's also an issue. Yeah, it feels like he's trying to buy her. That's if you can buy the person, that's an issue. Yeah, but that's the wrong message. It sound. It feels like he's trying to buy her. Buy her limbo. You a preacher trying to buy her love buy back? Buy her heart back? Yeah, yeah. That's wax. That's mm, wax. I, 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 like I understand doing a grand gesture, but it seems more like you're trying to buy your forgiveness back. That's what I have the issue with. Uh yeah, yeah. I can see that. Shit, nigga. I don't know. Spending. I mean, that's a lot of money. You probably try to do anything to keep your marriage. If especially if you're a pastor. I guess my my whole thing is. And I, I had some time to think about this, not much, because I really don't know the story and I don't know the guy. Mm-hmm. I know I think he's a pastor <laughs> in South Carolina, some shit like that. But I'm reading um, the quotes. I think, I think, one, I don't think he's the first pastor to ever cheat on his wife. Nor will he yeah, be the last. Nor will he probably be the last. I think when you're in a position as you know, as a pastor is, and you're you're teaching from the word, and you're probably teaching against adultery, like you whatever demons, because pastor pastors get chose. You know, niggas in leadership get chosen. Pastors, a pastor is one of them. So, like when you get when you get demons in your life, and you know, women trying to come at you, 
you know, that are at the church or whatever, I feel like, you know, as a pastor, you got to kind of like keep those demons out away from you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think you have a responsibility to to try to, you know, keep yourself out of that that type of situation or not put yourself in that type of situation. If you're if you're if you're preaching from the word and you're preaching against adultery and all this other stuff. Now, is he human? Yes. Is he going to make mistakes? Yes. I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, we shouldn't hold we shouldn't like crucify him you know no pun intended but it's like <laughs> it's like dude, ouch it's like, cross is getting real man, it's like yeah dude it's like you can't just because that's hypocritical you can't preach against adultery but then you're cheating on your wife like that's you can't do that yeah so man, my man bought a two hundred thousand dollar lambo hey mm-hmm. and i i'm also this about what i've seen in the black church okay is for the most part, most pastors are very upfront with saying that I used to have this type of lifestyle. In yeah, yeah, most yeah, black churches. That's the go-to move, right there. Is try to get that street cred in uh-huh. any type of leadership position outside of religion. In most cases, you're looking up to the person. Most pastors try to be on the same level as you. I'm just teaching, or I'm just you know giving information about the scripture but in most cases it comes from well i'm on the same journey as you Hmm. so i feel like especially in the black community it's easier to forgive when the pastor makes the mistake because Mm. they most churches you get the same sense that the pastor is working on the same things that you are you know how many times have we seen scandals where pastor has kids with some lady mm-hmm. in the church mm-hmm. and that pastor's there for years how many times have we seen even hell even in the catholic community where all this stuff is going on but the same um reverend or whoever the leadership is still all the bishops are still there mm, so yeah. in the religious circles i feel like we're more forgiving towards mistakes because we all understand that nobody's perfect Mm. So, that's a good point. That's a good point. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad at that. I think. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, because people people make mistakes, and you, and that's the thing too. We got to realize that 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 he is human, and we're not necessarily looking up to him, but we're looking who's behind him. Yeah, through him to God's word. Mm-hmm. So we, I mean, we like it's like I was saying, like we shouldn't really fault the guy or not we should fault the guy but we can't like just be like oh nigga you a pastor you ain't supposed to be doing no stuff like that even though i mean i feel like he shouldn't but when he does do it it's like i mean we got to realize you know who he is i mean mm-hmm. as long as he don't become a habitual line stepper it's fine you know it's it's one of those things where where it like i was reading I guess he had a sermon he was talking about and he was saying he almost ended his marriage and then he almost ended his life. Hmm. And so T.D. Jakes was um, praying for him, you know, trying to pray the spirit of suicide out of him. So that's some real life stuff. And then you got to think about it from the standpoint of like behind the, the church veil, preachers get attacked by everybody. Mm-hmm. Family, friends, uh, pew members, deacons, like 
everybody spirits like like there's a lot that goes on in that regard there's a lot of temptation especially in a in a society especially the black church we'll just put it like that where historically speaking we probably got what 80 percent of the church population are women Mm, yeah. yeah for the most part yeah and then you know unfortunately not all women have the best of intentions when they go try to meet with the pastor behind closed quarters so you got to deal with that and it's almost like a cautionary tale for for ministers is like okay well do you really want these problems do you really want like because it's it's easy to get seduced into preaching just to preach because yeah like if you play it right the money is good yeah and you do get a lot of notoriety and you'd be hard pressed to find a successful preacher that doesn't have an ego Mm. and we know that well an acronym for ego was edging god out because you focused on yourself too much and so that's one of those things where it's just like, okay, well, you know, do you really want to take this role? Because people are going to be going at you. Jesus was tempted. So why wouldn't you? Right. And you just got to know better. And you got you to gotta make sure that, again, it's not a habitual thing. All right, cool. You get a pass. We'll give you one. If she forgives you, ain't nobody else can say shit. Yeah. If your wife forgive you, yeah. nobody can say nothing to you. And that is one thing I do want to ask you, Rez, because you were a preacher's uh, child, yep. correct? So yep. you have more insight into this I'm a world. Grade, but yeah, I mean, right. But so growing up, what did you see? Oh, that, it's, it's a whole another world, bro. That that the average person doesn't see. It's um as far as like with the attacks and all the other stuff going on. Well, the thing the thing with the the preachers is like the phone don't stop. It don't mm. like it rings mm. nonstop. Yeah. Somebody's always sick. Somebody always going through something. Somebody needs you to go to the hospital for prayer. Yeah, like there is it's it's the job of a, of a first lady is one of the most underrated jobs in the world because the first lady don't get no shine unless the preacher put the shine on her or the pastor put the shine on her. Yeah, because all the other women in the church for the most part, well, not all the women, because there's no such thing as all like. He's learning. I am. <laughs> slowly, slowly, slowly. Like, um, a, good, a good portion of women in the church typically don't like the first lady because they want to be the first lady. Yeah. And that's interesting. It's a thankless job. Yeah. And that actually, not to defend what he did, but that's actually a great point mm. is if somebody is calling you for counseling, Mm-hmm. You don't know what that person's motivations are, mm-hmm. but you have to show up. I know preachers now that um, straight up will tell you, like, look, if we're going to do a counseling, like, it's going to be me. It's going to be another witness. And that door is going to be open. Like, they don't even yeah. they don't even play with it. Like, like you can come to the church when when open hours. Yeah. During yeah. open hours, like there's cameras in the church. Like, like, so you can see clearly nothing's happening. Like, like. That's man, listen. And it's crazy that you have to worry about protecting yourself that way, but it's real. You see what you said? That's like, oh shit. Yeah. You think the devil ain't trying to trying to get you, nigga? You spreading the word. You trying to help people. Like you think he's not gonna send somebody to you to knock on your door? Yeah. Yeah. Try to whisper in your ear? Nah, bro. You gotta know what kind of what kind of journey you signing. And I'm not trying to segue into, you know, like 
every nigga that, that preaches is not called. Let me just say that. Oh, 100%. A lot of people get into it because it's a business. So, it's not a calling for yeah, everybody. Keep, keep it funky. But if you're going to get into mm-hmm. it, you need to know what you're signing up for. And at some point, hopefully you transition into the, you know, or mature into it to where it's like a legit calling and you're not just doing something. But yeah, I, I, I hope I hope the best for the for the young man. I hope the 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 church building fund actually gets replenished and, and you know I want I want them to do well. I hope the tithes and offerings served a good purpose. They did a great I hope purpose so too, man. Yeah, man, that's that's a suck situation. Dog, do you know the like the mileage you get on a Lambo? It's not much. It's not much. <laughs> like, you got the, the gas is expensive. You got to refill that old. Yeah, mm. shit's trash as hell. Um. There was something else I was going to ask about that. Do y'all think that like deacons and stuff and ushers, like you think, do you think people just, do you think people in the church outside of pastor just sign up for the role just to have eyes or to have like people looking at them or like some type of influence that's not the pastors? It's a little bit of they both. Can't be yeah. The oh my God. Absolutely both. That was a J-Rock moment. Damn, how'd it feel? Holy how'd it feel to be shit. DC? You see, you see both sides, huh? Wow, feels good, doesn't it? <laughs> you can tell. I, I saw when it hit him because like his eyes got big. I was like, "Damn, what's wrong with him?" I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> yeah, man. Like people just sound like oh, I want to be a deacon just so you know. You know. Well, you you got those people that that they do they they want to shine, but you also got people that just get pushed into it and they don't want to be a deacon at all. Yeah, but they they're stuck because ain't nobody else in the church. Ah, uh, yeah, that sucks. Mm. That sucks. When you're in the ministry, you really don't want to be in, but you the only you only one there. Mm-hmm. That's the worst, bro. Yeah, not nah, cause uh, that's crazy. Cause my grandfather was a deacon, mm. and he was a deacon at his church as long as I can remember, probably years before that. But, I'll, in order to do that job. You have to have either, well, if you're doing it right, let me say that. You have to have a love for the church and a love for the community to actually mm-hmm. shoulder the responsibility of whatever is where you're deacon of finance or whatever mem- whatever ministry you're over. But a lot of, some people go into it as a resume booster. Mm. It's like, okay, well, I have leadership skills because I'm doing X, Y, and Z. So you can juice yourself up, and, and some people look for stuff like that. He's really putting Deacon on their resume. Wow, I was about to say, like, <laughs> young bro. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I've never heard that, but if you think about it, I mean, I shit, you kind of at a leadership yeah. role, you know. And so, let's say you're trying to get into politics, city council, something like that. Uh, so for that type of situation, yo, you know, I'm a deacon. I help lead. I do this and this. It opens another door. And yeah, or even if you want to branch out into your own church, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to start somewhere. Yeah. So some people maybe start at, at, you know, Deacon, Deacon, Deacon University, whatever you call it. And then, and then they kind of work their way up to uh, mm-hmm. associate pastor or somebody like that. And then yeah. they kind of branch off and start their own church. You know what? Um, let me talk about real quick on the deacons because I'm never going to, I don't think we'll probably ever talk about this again <laughs> but since we're on the topic um sidebar deacon deke my boy mm. your job is to protect the pastor i hope you know that mm. your job is to protect the pastor if you are a deacon and you are not thinking about what 
you can do to help that minister, help that that preacher do his job more effectively, you are not doing your job. Yeah, that hundred percent. That is your role. Mm-hmm. Whether that's keeping a church up tight, keeping it clean, keeping it on on a on a good schedule, like you should be at least asking your pastor and your leader, what can I do to help? If a woman is, if you know a woman's checking for for the pastor. And the pastor's married, and he ain't supposed to be messing with the flock. You need to block that. Yeah. Like, or if you know the pastor got a wandering eye, you need to pull that dude to the side and be like, "Nigga, look, bro. <laughs> yeah, like for real. Mm-hmm. Like, stop. Yeah, get these eyes in that Bible. Like, like, come on, man. <laughs> like for real. That's like, the Bible like y- y'all yeah, gotta have that real. relationship, man, because it, y'all y'all are a team, and there's a lot of people's lives that are at stake because it's gonna be somebody that's gonna come into that church that's broken is gonna need somebody. To be there for them. Right. And you ain't ready. Mm-hmm. Stop all. Yeah, man. You got to be careful with some of these pastors, too, because some of these pastors, they take advantage of of, of broken people. Mm-hmm. You know Absolutely. What I'm they, they, they see people who are coming in who maybe have gone through a bad relationship or have man. gone through something like that, and then they try to, like, yep. ease their way in with their power. So you got to be careful with that, too. Yeah. 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 Uh, Church is one of the dangerous places. To go, it is because everybody goes is eighty percent of people up. are broken, yeah, especially especially those uh, come as you are churches. Don't come, don't come as you are joints. Oh, just, they just man. walk in it. They with just the walk in with, with the holes in it. They just walk in there with anything. <laughs> like, all right, all right, let's go with it. it is, Glory. The doors of the church are open. <laughs> Nigga, you just left the club. You were in the same damn outfit. For real. Gina? Uh, Want to do it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he will. I think, I, think it's, I think one thing that's important that we can get off of it. Um, I think an important thing that comes from this is that you, you can't hold so much stock in the pastor, you have to realize that mm-hmm. what you you have to realize what what you're going to church for and what you're there to receive, because humans make st- humans make mistakes. People make mistakes, so you gotta realize that. Wow, you're there to get the word from God, right? Mm. He's just a pastor's way. So, whatever he does, you know, don't I mean take it for a grain of salt because you're not there to hear him. You're here. You're there to hear God through him. So, well, I like that. Yeah, man. Because and I'm gonna say this and. We can transition because that'll be a good repo. Because it, the <laughs> okay, I kind of tied that bow up. Okay, I'm like, I'm sorry. Uh, like, no, I'm, you ever see a nigga tie a bow up, dog? And he be like, he be like, yeah, yeah, let me pull this string right here. No, because like when he said that, it reminded me of something. Go ahead. No, it's good. Just tie so, it back up. <laughs> like, just, just don't fuck it up. All this pressure now. Jesus. <laughs> I'll tie it up right next we made shit I'm learning how to shut up <laughs> <laughs> but not because um, the church is supposed to be the blueprint for the family so the head of the house is supposed to be the pastor for the wife the children whoever mm. so you can't be hypocritical and say well the pastor's not perfect because you're not so everybody has a flock to lead Ah, uh, okay. Boy, good save. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's what's yeah, up. That man. last sentence, boy. That was an important. <laughs> that was an important sentence because everything before that I was like, like, yo, look at my eyes. <laughs> Put that damn bow back on. You said everything before. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, <laughs> Joseph and Mary. <laughs> like, good God. Good say though, boy. Yeah. Hey, that was a crucial. That I don't believe right him. There. Hey, I, Don I, DeMarco. Hey, I don't believe him. I don't believe him. 
everything was trash. Oh, shit. Oh, shit like that. Shit like that. That last last sentence was important. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that all came out, though. That was good shit. That was good. Okay. um, So, so Reg, you want to get into this? Nope. (laughs) 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 And we ain't got to. What are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) The, uh, the 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 poem. Yeah, you was reading it. Yeah, we want to get into it. Yeah, go for it. You want to kind of preface what we what I'm finna what nope. I'm finna read. You don't want to live it up. All right, so um, it's just funny. Yeah, it was. Oh my god. All right, so I was at a wedding in Atlanta two weeks ago. Very good wedding, and this poem was actually read at the ceremony. And when I heard it, I was like, "Dang, that's good." You know, it's crazy. You ever be uh, listening for stuff? And you'd be like, "That'd be good on a show." I think we can get some mileage off of that. Yeah. Mm. And the way she read it, um, I think she was a sister of the the bride, if I remember correctly. But I mean, she read it like well, like pacing and everything. And so the more, like, it was just a lot of bars in there. I was like, okay, dope. So that's kind of what it was. It was mm-hmm. just, um, it's basically about taking principles that we learn in kindergarten and applying it to our life. Bet. All right. So, um, I guess, okay, so this poem is called All I Really Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. Um, I don't know how to say his last name, but it's written by Robert Fogum. Written by, okay, Robert Fogum. So I'm going to read it, but I'm going to kind of like break it up. Thank you. So we can kind of maybe kind of talk on on some of this stuff. You're going to have to break it up. Talk on some of this stuff. All right, so it says, uh, share everything, Mm -hmm. play fair, don't hit people, put things back where you found them, clean up your mess. Don't take things that aren't yours. Say you're sorry when you hurt somebody. Wash your hands before you eat. Flush. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop right there. That was a good stop, actually. <laughs> yeah, flush. Yeah. Yeah. Jared. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I heard something about washing your hands from somebody that I never thought about until she told me. She was like, you know, people say wash your hands. I guess she was really talking about guys. She said, you know, people say wash your hands, you know, after you use the bathroom, but you should really wash your hands before you use the bathroom. And I was like, why? Mm. Like, why? Why do I do that? And she's like, well, think about everything you touch. touch. Yeah. Yeah. Everything you touch throughout the day, your keyboard. That's actually a good point. Other people's hands, and then you put them on your balls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to use the bathroom. Sidebar. And I literally, I started washing my hands. I got to tell y'all this. The bathroom. So I'm in training last week. Uh-huh. This nigga... Walks out of training to go to the bathroom, right? So I've been holding this shit for like 30 minutes. Not shit as in number two, but like I got to pee. Like okay, really, yeah. really bad. All right. Right. So I go out to the bathroom. I walk in and I see the same nigga that's in class, right? He's already at the stall. So, you know, man, man law. Yeah. You don't you don't take the stall next to him. I take the stall next to the stall. Yeah. yeah. Stall or urinal. We talking about stall. Oh, urinal. Okay, okay, my, okay, my, fault, yeah, my fault. My fault. My fault. I think it is. Terminology. Anyway. Um, so this nigga finishes up, right? Mm-hmm. Walks to the fucking uh door and leaves. <laughs> Man. <laughs> now mind no. you. Go ahead, go ahead. He he's built like a slob. Oh, and I'm like, why? Damn. Why would you play into that stereotype? And then I lost all faith in niggas. I don't want to dap nobody up no more. 
Uh, yeah. All, all I do is yeah, that. yeah, close fist. I'm not shaking. I don't even want to do that. No, no, oh, no, handshake. Like, dog, is, is like, crazy. He, he pissed. First of all, he's in the first stall. So when you walk through the door, he's the first thing you see, mm. and his pants are dropped. And I'm like, why the fuck are you bent mm. dropping your pants at a urinal? Oh uh, yeah, you gotta take that last one. Like he doing everything wrong. Yeah, no, he needs to stall. Yeah, door closed and locked. Yes, you know what? Yes, yes, he Absolutely needs to stop. So I don't know. I lost a lot of faith. So when you said flush, that that's what I was thinking about. Ah, uh, okay. That's well, crazy. fucked up. Yeah, it didn't really tie. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. That's a bad memory. That is. That is. Yeah, and this nigga took his ass right back to class mm-hmm. and started touching his face. And yeah. I'm looking at him like nigga. Yep, touching his face, touching the keyboard, asking to borrow a pen. Oh my! All God. type of dumb shit. <laughs> and give you your pin back all, yeah. all type of crazy shit he put his hand up to raise a question I'm looking at him like <laughs> you just see bacteria on his hands that's it that's all you see is bacteria Fucking on his hands oh man what were we talking about um, so the poem yes oh yeah oh back to that yeah um, so it's actually as I was reading it there's something I kind of got out of it you know I think what's important is um, wash your hands before you eat and then flush. Okay. As, as as weird as it sounds. But if you I equate it not so much wash your hands before you eat, but wash your hands and then flush. And so when when I when I'm when I'm saying that, I'm saying I'm thinking as it relates to like your life, there's gonna be people that come in your life <clears throat> that are gonna be there, but then y'all may have disagreements and that person may not be may not need to be in your life anymore. Mm. But I feel like if you wash your hands of that person and pretty much when I'm, when I'm saying, or when I'm thinking, when I hear that is closing the door. So if it's like agreement that you, if it's a disagreement that you have and this person needs to be in your life, like you close that chapter, like even if it's talking to that person and understanding, like, look, this is why you can't be in my life. Like Mm. you're, you're, you're not, you're not good for the journey I'm trying to go on or anything like that. And you close that door, you wash your hands of that person, and then you you flush that person, you remove them essentially out of your life. Mm. Like that's kind of what I got from that reading that because I mean we'll go through life and we'll we'll hang on to stuff, and you know our hands will get dirty, and then we go to eat something with our hands are dirty, and then we end up getting sick, mm. or you know kind of equating it to somebody that's in your life. You know this person may be in your life, and they may not be good for you, and so that, that bad energy kind of drops on you and then now your energy's bad and your mood is bad and they're just giving you all this bad bad energy in a sense that's messing up your day that's messing up your life in a sense so once mm. you wash your hands and remove that person out of your life and you flush them you know now your hands are clean to where you can eat now your hands are clean to where you can move on so that's kind of what i just got from that that little tidbit line right wow. there that, that, that was that, that was actually pretty good thanks I bro like that. yeah appreciate that I told you. I told you. I thought we could get something out of this poem. <laughs> I told you. I thought we could get something out of this, out of this okay. poem. Okay. Yeah, pretty good. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Jake. Was that not good? No, that was fine. It was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. It was fine. It was good. I know. I'm done talking. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. All right. So. For me, it was uh, it was the first one. It was uh, share everything and play fair uh, because it's crazy because as, as a child, you know, you talk, you know, hey, you know, you know, share your toys. Uh, you know, everybody needs to have a turn. But when you grow up, 
that mindset is lost. Uh, you have mm. you everything changes into a corporate mindset. Well, mm. what's good for the business? What's good for the bottom line? What's good for me making money? And just getting back to a sense of well, what's good for everybody? Mm. And by building others up, a lot of times you can build yourself up. Um, let's say you know you're in business and you have a product, and um, let's say it's uh, manufacturing, and you can get uh, the product sell it at the lowest possible price. That way, everybody has access to it. Yeah, mm. you're not making as much money, but you sell more units. Right. Versus having the mindset of well, it's all about my business, I have to make sure that my company is profitable. So I need to make sure I get a certain overhead. I need to have a bigger profit. Yeah, Tesla. Oh, sorry. She ain't this dumb. GM. GM. How the hell you dropped a rock with the way back. GM under the bus, Yo, boy. I, I'm still soft about that, about that <laughs> layoff. I ain't let it go. Yo, bro. I ain't let it go. You got to let it go, so, man. But, but, you know, it's we like, just gave advice to the kids to let it go. <laughs> I never said let it go to kids. I said, (laughs) said, (laughs) (laughs) you know, he said nothing about letting nothing go. Get mentor, get mentor, (laughs) and give give information back. Niggas don't trust Uh (laughs) Jim. But, (laughs) but no, it's like, um, how much more of an impact uh, would we have if we weren't so concerned with making uh, a bigger profit as far as if we were more focused on helping everyone hmm. so that's what i got from being fair and sharing nice <laughs> rest <laughs> <laughs> this nigga ain't got shit <laughs> <laughs> that strategic call nigga was like <laughs> nigga <laughs> <laughs> no 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 i got you i got you okay so what i what i got from it was um Basically, that everything we were, we needed to know in life, we get early. It is simple. So, for example, uh, share everything. Well, when do we have the most fun? When we share with people. Mm-hmm. You're not selfish. When we create memories. Mm. Oh, hear that bite? Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. Nah, no, that was actually well played. That, that was well played, boy. You, that nigga yeah, been holding that yeah, one in the back yeah. pocket, dog. So John Newhouse really? is going to appreciate you for that one. Yeah, shout out, shout out John Newhouse. We can't fail. my guy, boy. But um, yeah, like when you, when you share memories, right? So, for example, like um, you ever been, um, I don't know, like on family reunion. And you share a moment like you're just with with people that you don't really get a chance to see a lot of times and, and you have that moment. And it's like we learn that so early, but we do take it for granted after mm-hmm. a while. And I think there's a lot more value when we when we think about it. Like, hell, we share a podcast. We became yeah. closer in the last year than we've ever been at any point in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like Ave and me and Ave, we were talking about this a couple months ago. Like. It used to be a time where me and Abe would go like maybe four, five, or six months mm-hmm. between yeah. talking to each other. Yeah. We might talk to each other like twice a year. Yeah. Tops. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And now we don't, I don't know if we go four days without talking, three or four mm-hmm. days without talking. Yeah. And we've all grown through this. So so that's one thing. Uh, playing fair, I think that's just more so a principle of, of life is like, okay. 
it's not really about winning and losing. You do want to win. I'm not knocking winning. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't want to be a loser. But the thing with losers, losers are people that get hit and don't get up. That's a loser. Mm -hmm. A loser is not somebody who gets hit. Everybody gets hit. Yeah. So, so be a loser, but don't be a quitter. No, just don't be a loser. <laughs> well, I'm saying it's okay to lose. Okay to fail. Just don't quit. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like my way better. But <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. So, I'm gonna take out this goddamn bow one more time. This nigga trying. Hell yeah! I just need a bow on. No, but but that, that's real though. It's like yeah. it's it's really about how to play the game, and I think the game is life. Like okay, when we when we play basketball, yeah, it's about playing the game the right way. We hear the coach say that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let the chips fall where they may. You know, did you hit the last shot? Well, that doesn't matter. Did you run the play right to get the shot off? Right. And then as long as you run the play right, eventually it's gonna hit. But you gotta execute. And so that's what I got from that. Don't hit people. Is just basically like don't abuse people emotionally, verbally. Which I'm working on, uh, mm-hmm. physically, um, spiritually, like just don't hit people. Yeah. And last one that I got put things back where you found them, uh, and me and A, we were talking about this earlier, but it's like if someone's in a state of happiness when you find them, leave them in that same state. How you found that person, leave them that way. Mm. You shouldn't be like. You shouldn't be the person that walks in a room and everything just goes dark. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's not that's not the person. That's a good point. Go ahead. That's a good point. Um, real quick, just because this is, I guess, this is the only line that we didn't touch on was clean your own mess. Uh, clean up your own mess. So pretty much, I guess we can equate that to if you start something and kind of going off what Red said, if you start something um, and you, you bring the energy down or you start something and it causes a bad mood or an argument, like take ownership in it and try to fix it. So if it's a mess that you started, whether it's an argument or whatever, like own up to your mistake and try to make it right. Go mm. like if if someone was happy and you came in and you tricked it off and fucked it up, now the mood is bad, take ownership in that and try to make it right again. Clean up your own mess. Bars. Yeah. So on to the next lines. I like it. Really, all this is like, <laughs> like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about this. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So, uh, warm milk and cookies are always good for you. Uh, I'm trying to try to figure out who's going to explain that line. Um, Wait, hold up. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. We ended at flush. Go yeah. Ahead. Uh, live a balanced life. Learn some and think some and draw some and paint and sing and dance and play and work every day some. Take a nap every afternoon. When you go into the world, watch out for traffic, hold hands, and stick together. I'm going to stop there. I think that's a good stopping point. Mm-hmm. Who want to take, take that cookies line, though? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing for it. If you give me a second, I might think of something. Uh-huh. I ain't got nothing for it. Um, I do have one for the life balance, though. Go for it. Um, so I think I think that line, it's, it's good to say that if... I think... In life, we kind of get trapped into work and only work and driving to work and working and then going home that we don't make time in our life for nothing else. Facts. So, like, 
You know, even That's as real. a kindergartner, you know, our time was split up. Like we would work some and then, you know, after work we would have, you know, arts and crafts and then what we would go to recess and then Well, I miss recess. Yeah. Nigga I'm saying recess. Oh my God, yes. I know then, that shit was <laughs> <laughs> recess was where it was at. And then even like I, I think nap time was in nap time was mm-hmm. dope in kindergarten and yep. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So your time was split up, and you know you weren't so drained and so focused on one thing. And I think even as adults, we kind of get so focused on just working that we get to explore other things in our life. Like we want to draw, we want to speak better, but we don't give ourselves the time to to learn it because we're so focused on one thing. So you know, split your time up to where you know you can enjoy stuff that you want to do things you want to do like and explore other things like if you want to get into drama but you know how if you want to learn how to start dancing but you don't know how Mm -hmm. you know spend time and break time to to learn that don't just let life be about work and sleep right so all right so i have nothing for that cookies line maybe later uh but for me the take a nap every day um and, and <laughs> yo, what you laughing at? <laughs> yo, and so here's what's interesting about that. Cause when I first, uh, no, no, so go ahead. No, 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 no go, go ahead. No, it's you, good. It's a little joke off. No, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> gonna do a little it. joke off. I'm not gonna do it. But um, it's crazy because as kindergartners and in preschool, they say, well, you're still developing, so mm-hmm. you know you, you don't have the energy to stay up all day. You need to nap, recharge, so that way you can get back to. Uh, whatever it is you're learning or whatever the case is in, in kindergarten. Mm. But as adults, we forget that we spend all day developing and working, but it's we're so obsessed with the team, no sleep, that we never mm. rest to recharge to get ready for that next day. Uh, yeah. So it's okay to take breaks, and sometimes they're needed, but we're so used to it's like, okay, well, I got to be up eight hours a day, you know, for work, I need to do X, Y, and Z. I don't have time to stop. But when you look at uh, Google and a lot of these high tech companies, they have rooms where you can just go to sleep during work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So but because they see the value is I don't want you to get burned out. Work for a while, go rest and come back. Mm-hmm. The rest is important. Yeah, it is. So that's what I got from that. I worked at a job. I think Experian, Experian has nap rooms, too. They have game rooms too. They have like PlayStation and shit in them. They I, should, are. I should have stayed there. They uh, are. I don't know, maybe. I might be. Hey, no, don't. You also go fill out your application. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was that was a pretty dope place. That was the first job I actually worked, or I, I was like, I guess in training because I didn't stay there long. But that was like the first place I saw like nap rooms, and like the room it would be like dark, and there'd be beds carved into the wall with mm-hmm. like p- pillows and shit on them mm. yeah that shit was dope and then the game room had like a foosball table and like xbox and like when like when you're at work they really want you to get away while you're at work yeah. i thought that was cool and like what's crazy about that is like most jobs like that are ranked in whatever city that's the top jobs to get mm, yeah. versus the traditional no nigga you take your 15 minute break and you go stand outside on the phone, make a phone call, bring your no, ass I'm back. Bring your ass back because these phones are ringing, nigga. <laughs> for nigga. real. Hey, for real. Call set of life, nigga. Boy. <laughs> nigga, these phones are ringing, nigga. Mm-mm. They got two calls in the queue. You need to answer one of these hoes. Like, nigga, 50 calls are holding. Right. <laughs> make that shit 49. Three seconds between calls, nigga. <laughs> God damn. Thank you for calling. <laughs> shit, nigga. <laughs> My boy, why, why that shit happened to me in my sleep once? <laughs> no, real shit. 
Real shit. I was in the middle. I was in the middle of the bed, dog. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, all I heard was boop boop. I said, "Thank you for calling." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" I was, like, it's one o'clock in the morning. Like, oh Hell my nah, god, that's miss that Nigga shit. got programmed like a motherfucker. I do not miss oh, that shit. shit. I remember, man. Somebody tried to get me to go back to State Farm. I was like, "No, nah, I'm Gucci." That's the worst, bro. I'm Gucci. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay. So warm cookies and cold milk. Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, yeah, yeah, like cold milk. So, like, you know, we were told to, to drink milk because it builds strong bones because you need strong bones in life. Like, no, no. All right. So, uh, watch <laughs> when you go out into the world, watch out for traffic, hold hands and stick together. One of the things that, that I got out of that is really just like, it's crazy. Like, when we were kids, we couldn't do shit by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I never really thought about it, but it really taught you the value of teamwork yeah and community can't cross the street by yourself mm. do it as a team right like you like we're not supposed to go through this life dolo and watching out for traffic could be a metaphor for like jams in life you know watch out for the mm. things that can that can hold you up in life mm. and when that when you see that moment happen you need to get your partners you need to get the people that you trust to I don't want to say hold hands, but basically to to go with you through that. Yeah, have each other's back and make sure that y'all 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 run that as a clique. Like we we had that saying, you know what? Last year that whoever has the best team wins. Yeah, and so that's all that's saying to me, in a nutshell. Yeah, I like that. Did you get, figure anything out for warm, warm cookies, cookies and milk? milk? Mm, no. Okay. Um, uh, it's not good. But I'm going to just take a swing in the dark at this. Um, so with warm cookies and milk, right? So you can equate that to how you say that that some stuff isn't good for you, but it makes you happy. Like warm cookies and milk, even though it may not be good for you if you eat it a lot, if it's something that makes you happy, then you should, you should eat it. Because, you know, we're so, we're, so caught up, we're so caught in, you know, <coughs> eating healthy I guess, mm. and you know, trying to strain ourselves to live a a good diet and and do all this other stuff that we kind of get away from, like the sweets that make us happy. Like, don't just abandon them, but don't indulge overindulge in them. But it's okay to have it sometimes. It's okay to every now and then treat yourself. It's okay every now and then to treat yourself. Quick yeah. PSA: hmm. Life is about balance. We don't have to eat healthy every day. I'm so sick of this mm. super stringent diet that everybody tries to get on January 1st. That is usually mm. over by January 17th. Mm. That keto diet. Which mm. is about three days from now. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, just eat healthy. Eat the, eat the good stuff. And then eat some stuff that makes you happy. So you're mm. not suffering. Yeah. And it's fine. Just don't do all of one. And I'm off of that, but yeah, I'm just I've been getting inundated with a bunch of that lately. Yeah, man, like it's it's okay to have a cookie every now and then. It's okay to have milk every now and then, as long as it's not as long as that's not your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And there's your bow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I'm sorry. Was it? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, that was it. Oh, okay. Please, <laughs> please. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Wonder. Remember the little C in the styrofoam cup? We stupid. What? We didn't do the Bernie Mac. That was I, right I was, there. I was thinking about it. What you mean? 
He wants some milk and cookies. Oh, <laughs> he wants a milk and cookies. It was sitting right there. Like, Him downstairs. Him downstairs. I didn't want to take off the boat. <laughs> I didn't want to take off the boat this time. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a thing now. All right. Um, so the next lines um, are Wonder. Remember the little seed in the styrofoam cup? The roots go down and the plants go up, and hey. nobody really knows how or why, but we are all like that. Goldfish and hamsters and white mice and even the little sea in the styrofoam cup. They all die. So do we. Bars? <laughs> okay. So it sounded like they were trying to get a flow going and then it just broke yeah. down. You read, you read that really nice. I yeah. enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't got shit. Uh, no, it's, um, we don't have to understand everything. Mm. We are so caught up in we need to know how everything works we need to know why the sun comes or why the sun comes down why everything happens when we can just enjoy what life is mm-hmm. so i think that's just more so about don't get caught up in the why of what a why of what something's happening just enjoy the process enjoy life unfolding in front of you mm-hmm. because like i said we everything dies mm-hmm. so it's all temporary what, who was it Jim Rome that said um, on one of his things somebody was questioning why does the sun rise in the east and sets in the west <laughs> it's just the way Man. it is yeah, what he said? I, I, I wouldn't spend much time on it <laughs> <laughs> don't sign that? up for that class don't sign yeah. up for that class yeah, man. Jim why does the sun rise in the east don't sign up for that class. Don't sign up for that class. It's just the, the way, way it is. is. Yes, I think this. I think this. They, these are a few lines here kind of equate to um, what J Rock said, and also kind of just the the whole circle of life thing, right? Like, so even we're talking about the little styrofoam. Oh my god! Even even if we're talking about the styrofoam cup, right? I don't know if y'all did that in high or not high school, but um, in elementary where you were in class, you put the styrofoam, you put the seed in the styrofoam cup and set it by the window, and then it was just kind of there, and you watered it a little bit, and all of a sudden there was a plant, and it kind of grew bigger and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I think that's, I mean, if you if it's it's equated to the life, I mean, it's equated to the circle of life. Like we don't, we're not always here, and so we have that little moment where. You know, we're we're a plant and we grow and we experience life and you know, you experience life with people, but at the end of the day, every I mean everything dies. Mm-hmm. So shit, that's all I got for that. One thing that when you're saying that it's all about, it also shows the value of you have to take care of things. Mm-hmm. Because when that styrofoam cup was on the window, if you don't go and water it every day, mm-hmm. it doesn't grow. So mm. as you're going through life, you have to water yourself. You have to make sure that you're feeding, you're putting the right stuff into it. Yeah. Or you'll die. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's real. That's real spill. Holy Phil. <laughs> <laughs> no, nigga. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Reg, you was the nigga that brought the poem. <laughs> and it moves us so. <laughs> Y'all took the good shit. Oh good. yeah, we did. That was kind of that is tough. It's self-explanatory. It yeah. yeah. Um, like we pad out the runtime. <laughs> yeah. Um, do we want to go into these other ones? <laughs> you want to go into these other ones? Uh, are there any? Hold on. Let me see if there are any bars in here. Let me see. Mm. Think what a better world it would be if we all, the whole world, had 
cookies and milk about three o'clock every afternoon. Oh, right after nap time. Oh, blanket. Oh, and take a nap. nap time. Ooh. Before nap time. Oh, Put that yeah. cookie in the microwave for thirty seconds. There you go, yeah. nigga. Oh, go to sleep. Oh, go to sleep with chocolate all on your teeth, getting cavities and shit. <laughs> Nigga, hell yeah! What you talking about? That's real shit. I'm, I'm down for it. I came from like I was brushing teeth in between cookies. Wow, <laughs> that's a nasty taste. That's a nasty taste. Man, I I think we got a lot out of that. I think yeah. we got a lot out of that. Even though it was it was just half the poem. Um, right. Yeah. If anybody else is interested, uh, go ahead and read the rest of the poem in your own time. Because I don't I don't want to. Read the rest of this. Yeah, I don't need to fuck it up. Hey, good thing. Well, we got we got to learn how to how to put the ball on something. Right, that ball is yeah. tied. <laughs> Circle of life, nigga. Uh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> let it go, bro. Just let it go, man. But no, I think I think I think it, it is good that we kind of did touch on that because I mean a lot a lot of stuff that we carry into our life we do learn in kindergarten and i think a lot, it's a lot it's good for a lot of people to i think it would be good for people to revisit even this poem and kind of see how what we learned in our you know in our adolescence phase mm. how we should carry that into our in our life and i don't think our life would be as as stressful as we did it, i don't think it would be as stressful if we did right you know what i'm saying if we kind of went through this whole thing about you know playing fair and you know cleaning up your own mess and washing your hands before you eat eating cookies you know living a balanced life taking naps um and realize that you know stuff comes and go right and even with watching out for traffic even roadblocks in your life i think i think if people kind of knew that look the shit we learned in kindergarten was pretty much preparing us Throughout our adult life. And never right. thought about it like that. And we just never thought about it like that. We yeah. kind of just pushed in the back of our head, oh, that was some shit we just learned in kindergarten. And we don't really, like, we take it literally. Like, we take playing fair literally. We take and don't hit people literally. But if we really think about it, okay, what does this really mean? Like, what, is this really, what does this mean on the adult level? Right. Yeah. We realize that we had all the information we, we needed this whole time. That's crazy. So... To put a bow on it, hey. bows on it, put a bows on that bitch. I'm passing out <laughs> presents, nigga. All right, we got anything else? Oh shit, that's the episode. Oh, yeah. Do we? Do we don't? Have, Jared, we don't have beats. Oh shit. So you just gonna call my name when you say that? Well, I didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah, he did. 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 He not we don't we don't have beats we don't have beats as a as a collective as as all three of us not not just one of us yeah we don't have beats sitting on the right side of me (laughs) (laughs) that nigga with the Saints hat on yeah that nigga with the Saints hat on and speak between the lines so they ain't got no beats yeah (laughs) alright man well there's nothing else um before we get out here also check out our merch again bit.ly forward slash sbtl store you will find all of our shit anything else any last words any last comments final thoughts Thoughts. Nothing. Nothing. Where is anything? You want to get off your test? I feel like we're missing something. Hmm. The rest of the poem. No, 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 no. Wasn't it a pastor? Is one other thing I thought we were chopping up, but anyway. oh, it was Bezos and his his two uh, oh, hundred twenty million billion dollar divorce. Huh. That's All a right. lot of money. That's a lot of bread. Oh. What, what, Does what he have of? to get divorced? What happened with that situation? So what I heard, and this is just really hearing through the grapevine, he was, he was, he had a little side, little joint. He had a little side, little thing. Oh, he's a billionaire. That he was, you know, he was kind of, you know, trying to hook up with or whatever. Is he a billionaire or a millionaire? A billion. He's the richest guy in the world, I think. Oh, well, then, yeah. United States, for sure. I'm sure he had about three or four of them. 
trying to be like Solomon. Yeah, he man. He had that playbook. Yeah, dog. Yeah. And the guys, the guy, because the girl was married too, and her husband found out. Um, could you imagine being that's the, dangerous? Like, that's dangerous. That's nigga. a deadly game. But could you like imagine like you having a chick and like she's cheating on you with the richest nigga? <laughs> Richest nigga in the world. Yo. Like, could you imagine, like, you taking your girl's phone and, like, Jeff Bezos is in that bitch? I mean, honestly, if he was a hustler, though, he came up. You could have, you could have got that guac. Yeah, you, yeah, you know, you could, if you play the game I mean, right, yeah. I mean, you could have really played that nice. Yeah, it's chess, not checkers, my nigga. Oh, Jeff Bezos. Hey, check your emotions at the door, nigga. That's he, he could have that limbo too. That's a Billy. I don't know, nigga. That could have been the Billy. Jeff Bezos, like, you know, send, hey. send me a new, you know what I'm saying? All in the DMs. At least like, you cheated up. Nigga, yeah. You can't cheat no more up than that. She, she cheated up. <laughs> that, that's a sign of respect. You can't cheat no more up than that, man. That shit is crazy. Mm. But yeah, that's, that split is nuts. And that is kind of weird, though. The side chick is actually married. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, the side chick is married. You got to have... They, they, they need something to lose, too. That's the thing, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, married that's how you keep them quiet. Yeah. Mm. Can't, just, can't just be out here fumbling around with no, th- no single thoughts. The art of war. Mm-hmm. Damn man, I mean, so we, she, does she have anything to lose? She still come up. Yeah, like, she does still come up. Yeah, she does. Sixty bill. So does that mean single thoughts are getting out of here now? Single thoughts. Thoughts. Single thoughts. Thoughts. Single thoughts. Oh, see, it's 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 it depends on what level you're at. Yeah, at at the million mm-hmm. level, yeah. I, yeah, nah. So what's the threshold? I mean, like if you if you only make it like thirty thousand dollars a year, <laughs> <laughs> I guess single yeah, thoughts still are in. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that thought here, girl. <laughs> I think it's it's something at every level. <laughs> it's something at every level. You're gonna find a thirty thousand dollar single and married chick is willing to give up the game. Or give up the, the juice or the draws or whatever. Whatever she Boy, that got dark quick. <laughs> the warm cookies and milk. <laughs> Gives up give this up the cookies and milk. That's cookies and milk. Yes. Cookies and milk. Get some cookies and milk. Yeah. That ain't good. You got you got a chick and cookies and milk. That's what that's what she was talking about in the kindergarten poem, mm. nigga. Cookies and milk. <laughs> she said the poem is good. Cookies <laughs> <laughs> and milk's not good. Not all the time. Y'all are not horrible. Not all the time. Oh my god. Sometimes. Y'all are horrible. Good for you sometimes. Y'all are horrible. See, it's cold milk, not spoiled milk. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiled. <laughs> not spoiled milk. It's cold milk. Cold milk. Cold milk. Cold milk. Cold milk. Cold milk. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Only spot for another two or three weeks. <laughs> Still good, making good bowl of cereal, but that that milk boy, boy that's on me. But you get some cinnamon toast crunch in there, nigga. What? Man, yeah, yeah. And, and the cinnamon get the oh, yo. Do y'all the, do the soggy the shit? Cause I'm on the sides. The what? Soggy cereal. Y'all don't eat soggy cereal? Hell no. I need my shit. Not crunchy. fresh. No, fuck that crunchy shit, man. You like soggy cereal? Hell yeah, no, that shit. Yo, oh, nigga, when so the, you want gosh. the milk and the cereal be the same shit? Yeah, dog, nigga. If I put the golden grams in the fucking shit, and and my milk start to turn brown. <laughs> She's right. Oh, not the soggy. Y'all wildin'. Bro, nah, dawg. As soon as I pour the milk, I'm you chewing. Eat. Nah, I man. That shit be crunchy. N- nigga, I be, <laughs> I be like, uh, I get one of them bowls like Craig from Friday. I put the Captain Crunch in there, dawg, and I'm a spoon that shit. I'm like, I'm mixing that shit. This nigga making porridge. You ain't making cereal. He said it's just right. Oh, man. They want that cold porridge. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. But yeah, through that divorce, they she becomes the richest or the second richest woman in the world or in the United States. Wow. Just off that. Could you imagine still being rich? So tell me, she was the richest woman in the world and then she just went from the the richest to the second richest? Mm hmm. It's not a bad fall off. Or the, the United States. One of them. Either one is a lot of damn money. If you ask mm. me. Yeah, that's not a bad fall off. Oh, man. That's funny. 
right. I want to ask y'all a question that may get y'all in trouble. How do y'all feel about these payouts on the on on divorces? Payouts on divorces. Payouts on what? Like or like when you get caught cheating or the divorce, the payouts on them. Mm. You talking about like splitting and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, depending on what state I'm in. <laughs> depends on what state you in. <laughs> yeah. What you mean? Well, depending on what state you're in, depends on how how much they're gonna get that cut. Every state's different. So would you split fifty fifty? Uh-uh. You wouldn't split fifty fifty. What am I bringing to the table? I think that's fair. I think I mm, I think whatever you brought to the table, and whatever y'all built together, I think should be you should you should keep whatever you brought to the table, and then you should split whatever y'all built. One hundred percent, I agree. Yes, and that's my thing. <laughs> and gender doesn't matter because uh, what's uh, the care Kevin Fairline? Who was he with Britney Spears? Mm. Like think, that was yeah. insane. Damn, my nigga, you got a Kevin Federline. That was well done. I don't even think I've said that name this decade. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> wow, like, it's insane that how people come into a situation with nothing just to get a come up. Yeah. Like I feel like it should be well, what what y'all built together. But if you didn't come into mm. the relationship with anything, you don't deserve all this money. Yeah, unless I'm marrying like Oprah Winfrey, then she got to trying to break me off a little something. Something, you know what I'm saying? I think that boat sailed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I think Stemmy yeah, be in your ass. Getting there, uh, yeah, that's not how the law works. Because I think, I think, um, I think, what's her name? Mary J. Blige and her husband are dealing with that. I don't no, think he came no. in with anything, but during the divorce, like she's having to really, Eat, she's having to pay him. Break yeah, him, break him off. Yeah, yeah. And no, that's not fair. Yeah, because like you At see all. a lot with entertain like magicians, entertainers, like well, musicians, I, I'm, uh, musicians. Oh, okay. I, I could have sworn he's a magician. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did. We will <laughs> check on the tape. Stick sandwiches. I'm gonna edit the fuck out of that shit. Don't worry put about that it. on everything. This nigga sandwiches. Yo, but it's like magically delicious. <laughs> it's the fact that it's like oh, I don't. To me, it doesn't make sense. I have to provide a lifestyle that you weren't just because you got accustomed to it. Because, yeah, no, that's trash. Yeah, yeah that's trash. Because they say that, well, the, the kid's not supposed to see the difference. No, that's trash. No, the, the kid definitely needs to see the difference. The kid is <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. this is where your mom's from. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah, where your no, dad's from. Oh, no, yes, no, absolutely. No, I think I, I think that's a good point. Um, he going to see a difference when kids. I can't pay that child support. Man, yeah. But um, excluding kids, yeah, no. Because that's kind of how some people make it, right? Like some people just get into a marriage just so they can come up. Right. Yeah. Whether it's whether it's staying with the person or divorcing and taking half, you know, business like, transaction. Yeah, and I feel like if if, it, if the system wasn't set up that way, we wouldn't have so many divorces because a lot of people go into it just for the come up, mm. because the system's designed for people to win. So. Yeah, not necessarily us. Yeah, not correct. Us. I mean, I, I, was, I was being PC Rocky yeah. Mm. <laughs> well done. Well I, th- done. I, th- I thought you were with me. No, well, well done. Well executed. <laughs> I, I mean, you walked that straight and narrow. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think we got anything else. We got anything else? Nope. Nothing. All right, man. We got nothing else. This is King Abe signing off. This is J Rock. Y'all ready? Speak between the lines. We out of here. One, two.